What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Building Code. Zach Watovich. And I'm Charlie Bertwistle. And today we're sitting at a different angle if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, this is very exciting. I've heard murmurs that we're getting a new studio. So oh maybe my this gosh. is maybe testing out some different layouts and things. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a little closer to you than I'd like to be, but I'm excited. <laughs> Can you feel the tension? <laughs> no, it's always great to be in the studio with my good friend, Zach Rotovich, and we have a couple of very exciting guests in studio in Omaha with us today. Zach, who we bring it on? That's right. We've got Ashley Kuhn and Miranda Adams. They are co-founders at Blair Freeman Construction Company Group. Just Blair Freeman. Blair Freeman. Blair Freeman. Yeah. Blair Freeman. I, I read the URL. Blair Freeman. <laughs> Welcome to The Building Code. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. How are we doing today? So good. So good? Yes. I always like to ask people when we're in the studio, have you ever been on a podcast before? We have. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So you, <laughs> yes, we have. You can't tell if we ever have, that's for sure. <laughs> Welcome. Wild, wild Thank west. you. Well, we always like to start with our guests. Obviously, just tell us a little bit about your background. We love hearing our customers' journey, their story, so I'd love to hear yours. Yeah, so I am a native Houstonian and grew up with my mom who's in real estate. And so she was kind of the catalyst for me falling in love with development and real estate and home ownership and just seeing that process. Um, And use what I learned at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln and go Skurs. Yeah. Yeah. Go go oh, we got to plug it. There spring spring game this weekend. Oh, that is this weekend. They're going to edit yeah. that out for sure. Uh, well, sometimes we really like to test the continuity if they can yeah. keep it going or not. We're not great at it. Um, now I have to ask, what brought you to Nebraska from Houston? Something totally different. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to do something totally different. Really? Me in the Midwest. Came out here, met my husband. Okay. Five kids go. later in a whole business, <laughs> met Ashley. So, I mean, what more could you ask for? I mean, Nebraska has everything. That's right. Not a lot of not a lot of verticality, but we definitely have (laughs) the nicest people. If you're ever in Omaha, Uh, how about your story? Um, Very similar, uh, but grew up in Omaha. Omaha, born and raised. Mm -hmm. Um, Grew up in a neighborhood that kind of sparked my curiosity for the plane of real estate as Mm. a whole. And so went to school for real estate, land use, economics, investment, finance. Um, Met Miranda at UNL. Go Skurs. Um, (laughs) And then came back to Omaha and worked in the development world and um, in that space acquired a construction company with that company. And so it kind of led me into managing construction as a whole. And then Miranda and I were like, we could totally take over the world. Let's do this. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, but definitely very impressive backgrounds for both of you. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about Blair Freeman. Um, And I know your story kind of, I was reading on your website, which looks beautiful, by the way, uh, that it got started with a snow cone uh, shop. So I would love to hear that background and how you guys got to where you're at today. It is the first time we've heard that origin story, (laughs) in case you were wondering. Well, the snow cone shop is just synonymous with a challenge, right? We just got, we ran into a project that it was some roadblocks. And we used that project, we got together, we overcame those roadblocks, and we found out that we could do this and we could do it well. And one of the biggest things was how many people run into these challenges and don't keep going. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to be that that resource for people who ran into some of those challenges and we can help them get to the finish line. Yeah, and just understanding that there's uh a historic way that construction has been done. And I feel like there hasn't been any massive changes or innovation in that space. I think Miranda and I started to see, maybe we can come in as the innovators. The opportunity. And change yeah. the way that things are done. So was it something that like, the actual formation of Blair Freeman, was that like an instant, like you're, we gotta do this? Or was it like, just get across this first project and then that kind of snowballs into, well, maybe there is a business idea here? 
I think it was a little bit of both. I think as we were going through the process, we kept looking at each other and these light bulbs <laughs> kept going yeah. off. And then once we got through the project, it was more of a debrief and just sitting down and saying, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. And right. it was just that like-mindedness and what we wanted to see in our community, in the city and, and nationally, and just changing the landscape of construction in general. Yeah. I think if somebody had asked, um, did you take the time to think through it really expressly? No, we did not. We were like immediately like, this can be something awesome. Let's mm-hmm. just do it. And right. we jumped pretty quickly. I think if we would have overthought it, we, we would have. never be here in no. a million years. Uh-uh. That's an amazing story. Uh, it's really, really fun to talk to people locally that, you know, get into construction. I was just talking to a different client, Texas about like, I, funny enough, like have more relationships with contractors outside of Nebraska than I do like <laughs> inside Nebraska. Really? Let's cha- well, it's just, you know, like a lot of our customers are all over. Yeah. So it's just naturally like you'd think we have a lot more locally, but mm-hmm. um, really excited to have you guys on today. And, you know, on your website, you talk about your core values. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important part of a business. You know, Builder Trend has ours, focus on yeah. the customer, some yeah. other ones. Can I say don't be an asshole. Um, oh you know, that's that what it's, it's on the wall. That's what ours been. Is. is it? It is. Look at that. See? Much. That's we why worded you... it differently, but that's <laughs> pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Tech company, baby. Yeah. You know, do whatever we want. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have karma mm-hmm. on on your core values on your website. Talk. I want to know more about that. Like, it's the same as yours. Don't it, be an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, what goes around comes around. Yes. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that. How uh, how's your employees respond to that? I mean, what does that do for your business? It's it's so it's a great way for you to always be able to explain to them. So if somebody came back and did that to you, would you be okay? It's yeah. a really easy way of right. just setting the tone of how you treat people on a day-to-day basis. And I think we constantly are having a discussion of be mindful of how you show up mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. We all come in with that baggage mm-hmm. and people are going to treat us in a way that we wouldn't treat them. Yeah. But it really is about like show up every day as that best human regardless of what that table is that you're set at. Yeah. I love that. Charlie, you need to start being nicer to me. Yeah, Charlie, nice. Well, and I think it's because you, despite what you're going through, you never know what somebody else is going through. And that's one thing that I know there was a video that we used to show when in the very beginning, we probably need to show that again. Yeah. Just how you never know what somebody's going through. So always just like Ashley said, show up as your best self, be kind, just be kind. Yes. And it goes a long way and it always comes back. Yeah. Uh, hopefully those words resonated with Zach, especially. <laughs> Are you not kind, Zach? No. What? Oh, Zach. Any of our listeners know Charlie started it 80 episodes ago. <laughs> we'll have to edit this part out, but I actually do like Zach a lot. But we have this like running bit where we're mean to each other, so <laughs> it's like a persona that we we toss on when we're in the so studio. Funny. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, but no, I love the core values, and I, I love that you know karma is is at the heart of them and treating people nicely. I, I feel like. Just hearing you guys talk, I can tell that the status quo isn't really what you guys are going to settle for. Mm -hmm. You know, you've already used the word innovating and breaking barriers and things like that multiple times in this interview, which I think is awesome. And we have this stat written down here. You're the only 100% black owned and woman led class A contractor in the whole state of Nebraska, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. In a, an industry that's like primarily Mm -hmm. guys that look like Zach and I, Yeah. Yeah. very, very, uh, you know, old white beard guys um so i think <laughs> y'all, y'all aren't old he just called me old see <laughs> yeah, see how soon i mean old. i was trying to sneak that in zach actually called the person we had on the pod last week old no way uh, so we edited it <laughs> <laughs> so you did 
had so, oh. documentation. Oh, no, I regret starting it today. So I think not only are you breaking down construction barriers, um, but also who can lead construction, mm -hmm. who can excel in construction. Can you talk, I'm sure we could spill an entire hour on this topic, but talk a little bit about some of the things you've had to overcome and what it means to kind of be that representation that people aren't used to seeing and, and showing that you can be done and kind of be someone to look up to as far as contractors in Nebraska go. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the challenges that we had sometimes in the beginning was walking on the job sites and people thinking we were the assistant mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. we didn't own the company or that we didn't know what we were talking about mm -hmm. when it came to construction. Right. And so just having the opportunity to really go in and, and let people know, like, we do know what we're talking about. We know what we're doing. Um, our staff is capable. We're capable. And so that was one of the things that have been a challenge. But we've been really received really, really well in Omaha nationally by everybody. And it's not just the community, it's mm -hmm. also people who you would deem as competition. Mm -hmm. So other larger, other construction companies, large, all of them, they've all been very, very supportive and receptive to Blair Freeman, who we are and, and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah. I think in, even from a staffing perspective, we have a, a lot of women in yeah. our company, mm -hmm. which is very unusual. And so imposter syndrome becomes one of those things that we constantly see. We have people that have worked on massive job sites and they come to our company without having that like barrier of a man standing in front of them to like confirm you're good. So we're constantly like, you got this, you, got yeah. you know what you're do talking it. about, mm -hmm. just go, mm -hmm. go do it. So it, I mean, and that happens to Miranda and I too, where you just get that imposter syndrome because people don't expect you to know, they question you, so then you automatically start right. questioning yourself. Like, did I really? Like, do I is know that, that? Is that Ashley, true? am I crazy? Do I have the code book? <laughs> no. I think like, I have the code book memorized, but I don't know. <laughs> and just being there for each other. Yes. yes. Lifting each other up. Yes. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And I think, so remind me again, I was looking on your website, you do commercial and residential mm -hmm. we construction? Do. Yeah. We do. Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Was that a, a, a clear choice or was it, you know, projects were coming available and like yeah. not turn anything down or what's the I mean, kind by of distinction nature, there? When you're young as a company, you have to diversify because mm -hmm. God forbid one of the markets kind of drop out. Mm -hmm. You have to have right. more, yeah. more, more to rely there. upon. And then I think it's just become, um, we prefer to have that diversity mm -hmm. of project. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of like complexity in the commercial side that is super interesting um, that you know, on the residential side, it just brings different, like even in our builder trend account, like we look at a commercial account, even though they're using the same software, it's like an entirely mm -hmm. different yeah. language and there's all For these sure. other standards and like, it it's interesting. So your first project, like what type of work was it? Was it commercial or was it residential? Both. It was, so it was both? We had both. two projects. One was a completely gutted home renovation mm -hmm. in the higher end neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, well, it was three, we had a bar renovation and um, like a, a dining hall. hall. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going all at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Have we, I wonder if I want to ask if I've been to these places, you know, the food if hall. You better have. What is it? Are you allowed to say? Yes. Yeah. What is it? So the Highlander Food Hall okay. is down on 30th and Lake Ish. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And then uh, we did the Alice Bar, which oh. is out on. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, hopefully you've been, been there. there. That's out. 178th and yeah. center ish. Yep. Yeah. I haven't been there. I'm lame. <laughs> Just ask Charlie. He knows. So you're I'm going to have to go. You know? I know. It's, it's like literally like right around my hood. I yeah, should know. There you go. go. Yeah. I've you heard good go. things. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I'm interested. So when you've bring, been bringing people onto the team, mm -hmm. um, what do you guys look for? Like, I've always noticed in construction a lot of different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Are you pulling in like industry vets or are you taking? Mm -hmm 
people under your wing and showing them the ropes <laughs> in the construction industry. It's a, it's a split of who comes. Uh-huh. But for us, we find the people first mm-hmm. and then figure out the position that they're going to yeah, fit that. into yeah. because it's so I mean, anytime we post job positions, it's so hard to read whether or not that culture is going to be a fit because mm-hmm. that's our driving standard mm-hmm. is the it culture. Is. That's yes. if you're an asshole. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure like, I can't no. say that there, online. We're going to get sound effects. <laughs> we are. But, I mean, if, if you if you're not a nice person. If you're not a fun person, because we do not take anything too serious. I mean, you can build a really. I don't awesome know. You guys product. seem super serious. <laughs> yeah, like very serious. Yeah. But you can build an awesome product and be incredible at what you do and still have fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, like, historically has not been it. So yeah. our culture is the driving force of how we find people. I feel like construction's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. So you can train a lot of people to do a lot of things. It's really that culture, um, e- effort. But yeah, we always say effort and attitude. Yes. Hey. Those are the oh two gosh. things that oh you can't teach those two things. We have, uh, we, we react to that way. We have, are those still our core values? I think it's still the. It's the saying. We have t shirts that say effort, attitude, and then give a shit because obviously we have to, yeah. you have to swear yes. in there somewhere to oh, be cool. That's us. That's but us. yeah, so much effort and attitude. That's every meeting. You, <laughs> and have you can't, to yeah, you can't <laughs> teach that. So if you have that, you come in and you want to be great mm-hmm. and you have the best attitude, we can teach everything else. Yeah. We've had that philosophy a lot here at Builder Trend mm-hmm. too. Like my background is in construction, but I've spent time learning construction and the software, and it's just given me so many great opportunities. It's actually, I kind of joke with people outside of Builder Trend. Like I, I came to Builder Trend for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I stayed because of our customers and the industry, and like it's just you could work at any tech company. Yeah, you know that is just like I always joke like Microsoft really moves the needle, but like something about the construction industry, it's special. I get it. Yeah. you know. So I just always like to ask contractors like what do you look for in someone because mm-hmm. i think a lot of contractors have that same experience mm-hmm. where it's like the quilt of construction it doesn't matter <laughs> what you did before yeah. get the right attitude and like an open mind and you're going to meet great people and do something really great for your community which yeah. i'm sure is really important to yeah. you both of you yeah the I, this is the second time i've referenced our last interview but remember they were saying they found a really cool pipeline of wedding planner planners yeah when covid hit no one could have like big weddings anymore, but mm-hmm. they were still building. So a bunch of wedding planners were looking for jobs and they figured out that they were actually really, really good project, project managers, managers yeah. selection yeah. coordinators. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. You're planning on idea. the fly. Yeah. <laughs> really noted. Yeah. <laughs> wedding planners. Um, yeah. Well, I, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about, you know, when you were going in construction, you had this moment around, you know, should we do this? Have you thought about it too much? Like what, do, what do you tell, black women who are like, I want to get in construction and maybe they're on the fence. Like, mm-hmm. how do you, how do you get more people to jump in and really kind of get started? Yeah, We are really, really big on mentoring. Mm-hmm. So we invite people to the office. We go mm-hmm. out to coffee, we go to lunch, we stay, ask questions. Um, and I think that when people are able to come in and see what Ashley and I do on a day to day, what our staff does on a day to day, see the projects, um, you're able to really just soak all of that in. Mm-hmm. And so our biggest thing is just ask questions, mm-hmm. talk to people who are in the industry and just absorb as much information as possible and then know that we're going to be here every step of the way, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you need. I also think it's the unpacking of a lot of people think like if you get into construction, you're going to have these people that don't want you in construction at all, that won't support you. It's getting out of that narrative Mm -hmm. because I don't think I've ever stepped on a job site where somebody truly was like, women don't don't belong (laughs) in the industry. What are you doing here? I've never in my life. Uh -uh. There are like the grumpy 
folks that are just grumpy by nature. It's, it's not you, it's just right. life, mm -hmm. right? And so it's getting people to understand that there is not this thought process that we don't belong here. Mm -hmm. We just haven't been here historically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's getting people to understand that you are welcome in this industry mm -hmm. and it's a really great industry to be in. So it's changing that narrative and getting people to realize you're good. Come on. You're good. <laughs> you're yeah. good. Do you guys have other like, I don't know, like groups or, or I don't know if you're a part of, I know there's like various like NHB like groups in mm -hmm. Omaha mm -hmm. where you are talking with other contractors and, and things like that inside of Omaha as well. Did, maybe help change that narrative and let them know what you guys are trying to do and, and what you're building for? I mean, we partner with so many other GCs in town, mm -hmm. especially on the commercial side of the world. Right. Um, so I feel like our momentum is starting to just kind of move into that area where people are excited that, yeah. oh my gosh, there's a whole new pool of folks that we're open to. Um, I mean, I, I we are involved in a lot of groups. We are. I don't think they're <laughs> con contractor focused though. No. I don't think other than mm -hmm. NAWIC, maybe Naywick. Naywick is probably the only one that's Improved. closest to yeah commercial real estate and things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gotcha. Well, you know, I think another thing we'd like to talk about is you, you made the leap and now you're running this successful company and it's all worked out. But like, what were some of the challenges that you faced that maybe you weren't even expecting that you know when you went into the endeavor together? Oh wow, um, I had a baby. Oh, <laughs> against our operating agreement. Man, yeah. <laughs> Had that, that baked into the contract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raising a family. I, mean, yeah. That's, yeah. I think our biggest um, thing that we ran into is just um, everybody was so supportive mm -hmm. that the amount of jobs that we could have taken in the beginning, yeah. mm -hmm. if we had taken them, probably would have sunk the company right mm -hmm. out of the gates if we had been like, yes, give us everything. Right. Yeah. So I think the, our biggest struggle has always been um, controlled growth. Control, con yeah. Controlled growth and not saying no to folks that are going to close the door. You know, you kind of have to know when, like, if you say no to that, they're not coming back. So right. it's been that, that ability to grow in a very meaningful way. That's yeah. probably our biggest challenge. Yeah. I think even with our customers, we get contractors who come in of all shapes and sizes. They're, they're really mature. They've been around for 30 years and then mm -hmm. we have new businesses. And that's the thing when we're onboarding them, we run into is they want to do, they want to take on the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like we want to onboard the software. We're going to be using all these estimates. We're gonna do everything. We have all this work and it's like, whoa, man, yeah. Yeah. slow down. I could totally see how mm -hmm. when yeah. you like get your first, you want to sprint, yes. then you start like taking on too much water and that's when you really get in yeah. trouble. Yeah. That it's makes a, a ton of sense. You want to, everything you do, you want to do it well and to perfection. And so if we can't, if we are walking in and we know we're going to fail at this, it's yeah. just an immediate, nope, Trust sounds good, gut. super fun, but no thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Trust your gut. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's, every time we have people in here talking, I'm constantly reminded of just like how, I, how similar Builder Trend is to our customers' businesses. <laughs> like, gosh, talk about like knowing when to say no and like what projects are too big and things like that. I feel like Zach and I are both very like, interested people and we like have this crazy idea we're like okay let's go do it the next thing you know we have like 50 things and none of them getting done right yeah <laughs> if you're doing 50 things at once so you're really doing one right, thing, right? Yeah. um so yeah it's just definitely a ton of similarities there um i would say maybe feeding off that question is like initial challenges is like how do you you or like what advice do you guys have for people that think they may want to start mm -hmm. um like how do you even get involved here at the construction level yeah yeah um it depends on where you are in yeah. your life. Mm -hmm. I think if you're um, just starting off and trying to figure out your career, go 
do the brunt work at some construction company, right? Like be an admin, be somebody that's just a field hand, mm -hmm. something, do anything that can just get mm -hmm. you on the back end without having any responsibility and grow your way into it. Um, school's always a way to get into it, although historically you're gonna get the, what'd you go to school for construction for? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would say just ask questions mm -hmm. and soak up as much knowledge as possible. Ask the questions, talk to people, if there's any classes that you can take. Um, so you don't, you know, you may not wanna have to go to school full yeah. time. There may be some classes that you're like, you know, I'm gonna take this construction one-on-one -on -one class and just kind of get a broad view of it. Yeah. Um, and then again, talk to people in the industry who you want to emulate or that you see that are successful, ask for coffee, use yeah. your network, all of those things. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like, especially talking to you two, but people inherently want to help. Right. And they I think do. that that's something that people on the other side that need help are scared to ask for. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're busy. There are these very successful business women. They don't want to, you know, sit down with me. It's like, no, we will, we will. Yeah. And yeah. we'll we feel will. good about it. It'll make yeah. us feel good too. And I think that's just such an important message. Like the housing industry as a whole, but construction, like there's a lot more houses that need to be built. Mm -hmm. And every single contractor we've talked to says their biggest problem is like the labor shortage. Mm -hmm. Like we need more skilled people yeah. Yeah. Um, to build all these houses. Mm -hmm. So, that's the narrative we're trying to push is get construction is an awesome industry to be involved in yeah. and it's not that hard to get started. It's you just not. have to kind of take you that leap, right? Yeah. And we went through that era. We talk about this all the time. We're like, when we were younger, our parents pushed us to go to college. That was the thing. Like mm -hmm. We had to go to college. And because of that, we stopped getting people in the trades because it started to be yeah. like that. You don't go to trade school, you go to college. Mm -hmm. So now we're seeing the flip of that where the kids are getting into the trades, but we're behind by 15, 20 years. Yeah. Of so yeah. we're, it's a big push. That. It's a big push. It's going to be a gap for a mm -hmm. while until the kids that are just now trying to get into the trades are trained up. Do you guys do anything locally with the, the trade community for like education or trying to push people into that? Yeah. Miranda and I actually just got our 501c3 status oh, on a, a nonprofit organization because we are uh, trying to close that gap a little bit more quickly than mm -hmm. what we've seen in the past. I mean, if you get folks on job sites and you get them somebody that truly can hand in hand with them. Um, then we're just, we've started a nonprofit to try to get that training really? faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, uh, thank you. It's a gap. And it it's, a, it's yeah. a gap that people should be panicking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. So we've, we've had a few guests like come in and talk about technology and like that can help shore up some of the gap, but like you're still going to need someone out oh, on the yeah. job site. You are. Yeah. Sure. sure things are happening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Unless they're machine printing. Right. <laughs> complex right. plumbing. Right. Infrastructure. I, I, they yeah. We're a ways off. We're a yes. ways off. Yeah. We're quite we're some need, ways off from that. Yeah. Um, really, really incredible. I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that we could go down. I do have one last question about like been in Omaha in my whole life. I've lived here like and I've always kind of been like, you know, ah, things are happening. Like what do, what do you guys like view in the Omaha market as far as the construction like growth plan? Like what are we going to get? What are we going to like? Get some green space or something. You know, like so much. What, what's, what can we do? I mean, Omaha's it is from a market so standpoint. Yeah. Omaha is very booming. It can yes. be in comparison to any of the coasts. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously from right. a scale standpoint, if you're in New York, there's construction mm -hmm. in relation mm -hmm. to Omaha that's happening more. But I think just in a per capita setting, Omaha is unmatched. Okay. We have philanthropic, we have, you know, medical, there's just so much happening in Omaha that the rest of the nation is kind of starting to see that slowdown in construction. And yeah. I don't see us slowing down for 15, 20 years. Yeah. We've got a lot going on. We do. I actually got a text from a friend yesterday. It was like, I heard Omaha is growing like crazy yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, 
It is. Yeah. So, and whenever people come to visit from back home in Houston, which is a huge city, they come here and they're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is I have a happening. theory. Yeah. I'm What's going to the test theory? it here. So I traveled for Builder Trend uh -huh. for two years. I went to 90 cities, I mm -hmm. want to say. Oh, wow. So you, when you go to a place, you always have expectations mm -hmm. and you either meet or below or exceed. And Omaha is one that will consistently exceed. 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 It does. But yeah. that, you got to set the tone that, that yeah. people's baseline of what they expect. Is right. Really right. The man is <laughs> exactly. Like we can knock that we'll out. Always. Of the park. Well, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. You know, like you're looking for a great weekend. Come on down to Omaha. Just don't bring <laughs> yeah. the winner. Bottom Not barrel right? expectation. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Between, uh, you thought you were going to be car tipping and you're like, there's a bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gosh, that's yeah. Uh, Maybe my last question I have, and then we'll, we'll let you guys go, is most of this interview we've talked about where you came from, what you're doing, how you got started, things like that. I'd love to ask just like for the rest of 2023, what are you guys most excited about? For the rest of 2023? Yeah, oh or 2024, gosh. 2025. Let's 2023. see. You just went from like eight months to no, no, just what future months. plans that you guys have. Like you just mentioned the nonprofit that you guys started yeah. up. Yeah. You, you mentioned that you're, you know, hiring more people and in, in growing the business. What are just yeah. the biggest things that you're excited or looking forward to? Do you to? need a data scientist or right? a customer <laughs> yeah. success? Always. You know, um, like. I think it's that like a, we have been working on some colossal projects that really put your name on the map and those mm. all kind of start buttoning up is this year mm, yeah. where mm. you really are going to have some things to show for, you know, construction and real estate process is really long. Yeah. And so there's some really cool projects that we're wrapping up this year that we're just really yeah. proud to say, like, look at us. We yeah. came out of the ground. And we this did. Is, this we is we built did. this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so the bigger projects are getting wrapped up this year yeah. that we first started. So And then the nonprofit, that's one thing that we're really excited about launching that. It's been I mean, it takes it's a long time coming. Mm -hmm. It's an idea that we had when we first started. We knew that we wanted to do something that was gonna be in that was gonna impact the community. And so um, I think getting that going mm -hmm. is something that we're really looking forward to yeah. in twenty twenty three too. Yeah. Well that's also just a great teaser, like cliffhanger there is we'll have you guys back on once that's up and going and we'll mm -hmm. check back in. There we go. Uh, a couple yeah. months from now or something. So yeah. and like it can it. feed into everybody and anybody. It's not yeah. it's not for Blair Freeman, it's for everybody. All contractors. So hopefully all your that clients. pipeline is going towards <laughs> there everybody. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gonna have some new workforce. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, both of you, thank you so much for coming on the building code. It was thank a great you. conversation. Charlie yeah. extended the invite for you to come back. We'd love to have you again. Yeah. Yes. Talk about great. how you've taken over the world. I mean, yeah, it's happening. <laughs> Thanks for having thank us. Thank you so much. Of course. I think that about does it. Until next time, I'm Charlie Bertwistle. I'm Zach Wisovich. We'll see you next time. Yeah.